Welcome to this crossover episode with the TNT EdTech Podcast and Education Today. I'm your host, Scott Noons. I want to start this episode by thanking you, the listeners. I really appreciate you tuning in, supporting the content here on both podcasts. It means the world to me and to Matthew Ketchum. Uh, we really appreciate it. We're in the thick of it with 2020, and just like many of you, we're growing tired. So we're working hard to bring you these educators. If you feel like you have a message that you would like to share with the other educators out there, head on over to flipgrid.com backslash noons, just like my last name, N-U-N-E-S, the number 12, and then the word days, plural, with an S at the end, and share your message, and you may find it featured right here. So head on over, do that right after you listen to this episode, and take care of yourself. Hang in there, and I'm hoping these pro tips will help you get through 2020 with a bang. Thank you once again for joining us for our 12 Days of Christmas special here at TNT EdTech and Education Today. I'm your host, Scott Noons. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Mr. Noons Teach. And I want to encourage you to check out my YouTube channel as well. Uh, I have an episode fresh up there with Daniel Del Real. Uh, he's an exquisite guest with a lot to offer in terms of inspiration, motivation, especially if you have a side hustle going on. So check that out if you're feeling a bit entrepreneurial uh, this holiday season. He's got a lot for you there and also for family too if you want some uh, different ex perspectives, especially when it comes to work-life balance. Uh, he's pulled it off quite well, um, so you'll have to listen for yourself to find out all of his pro tips, but head on over to YouTube, uh, look up my channel, Mr. Noons Teach, and you'll find it. it's the most recent episode there. Uh, today's guest for day number four is Andy Knieven, so I've been following Andy for a while now, a solid year and a half, two years, and... I've gotten to know him. We've had him on the TNT EdTech podcast before. Great guest. He's an awesome guy. Uh, he's right up there in terms of his GIF tutorial abilities uh, with Jake Miller, Tony Vincent, and others. Uh, and that's how I got hooked, <laughs> hooked on Andy Kneven uh, and his hashtag, uh, You Can Even Learn. So, he has something going on right now, uh, and he has graciously been fairly public with it right now, and I really admire him. Uh, he has what's called Bell's palsy, and so he has a temporary paralysis of one side of his face, and he's just continued with his content creation, doing videos. He has a Flipgrid video that he shared with us for this podcast. That's where I've been getting the recordings from. That way I'm sharing in multiple places. I'm trying something different for both of the podcasts with that, and I encourage you to check that out as well, but it's really motivated me. I also had Bell's palsy about a decade ago, and I was not nearly as brave as Andy. It was something that was really tough for me to go through, and 
it's been so cool to see him just kind of thrive in this environment. He didn't let it slow him down one bit. If if it feels that way to him, you couldn't tell on the exterior. And so I, I think that's deeply motivating, at least for me. And I encourage you to follow his work, check out all the great videos he's making and tutorials, especially with Flipgrid and Microsoft products, but many others as well. And make sure you're following him on Twitter as well. You can follow him at MrCoachK15. So do that right away. Here's Andy Knieven. Hi. My name is Andy Kneven, and I am a fifth grade math and science teacher in Zinesville, Indiana. Now, fifth grade in my school district is part of a middle school structure, so our approach is a little different and unique compared to many other fifth grades that would be in an elementary setting. Now, I don't have all the answers. I have learned a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes. I'm human, just like you. So I simply just want to show how I go about teaching and connecting with my students each and every day as we have been doing our hybrid and remote learning structure since March through May of last year and again starting in August this school year uh, up until currently. So I first off want to also address that I currently still have a Bell's palsy uh, diagnosis and symptoms so I hope that I am clear to be able to express and share uh, all the information about how I connect with my students but also with the content uh, throughout my instruction. Alright, so we utilize Canvas as our LMS. So I have structured the courses based on my odd and even periods as we have some days are as a hybrid block structure, so odd period days and even period days. But within my course homepage, having, you know, a uh, my parent information, open house is always available as maybe new students come in or as a refresher, but uh, a welcome message and then having some quick links to some things that we'll utilize throughout the school year, but also common places to reference as well. Now, the Canvas calendar that I use, having as much detail that I can give for students as they may have connection issues at home or miss class for whatever reason, but having the Teams links that I uh, we utilize there as well. And so we do use Teams, uh, or I am using Teams to meet with my students uh, on a daily basis. But also within that calendar is a daily check-in. Now that daily check-in is a short uh, series of questions that I started doing last spring when our remote learning started March through May. And it was just a quick place to be able to have students check in, one for attendance uh, reasons, but also simply just check in to see how they're doing. Now I've adapted to that or adjusted it this year from some student feedback and some from colleagues, um, but going through you know who they are, checking the class period, but also just simply some uh, social emotional check-in on you know how they're feeling and what mood meter uh, region they're in. Um, but then also ending it with a couple questions of, is there something that I or somebody else can do to help? And then another one on simply journaling. Sometimes just writing stuff out helps. And this helps on some of the students uh, that just wanna share 
you know, something that's going on at home, uh, they have a new dog or a cat or uh, something they're excited for. And it just gives that little bit of moment that I can connect and hear from them, which is always really uh, brightening my day. And I scroll through those responses each class period as we get started uh, to just kind of get a, a pulse on my students. Now, right now, uh, this is the second uh, form that I've used. I copied uh, the original one that I started this year. And so sifting through over 4,200 responses uh, became a little cumbersome. So I duplicated it, copied it. And now for the next quarter, I have this one rolling. Now I'll duplicate and copy it again when this one gets a little overwhelming uh, to sift through. But it has been really helpful to check in with my students and then take some responses and be able to follow up with a counselor or follow up with them more one-on-one -on -one based on you know what they are asking or saying now we do start every class period with a daily calm or a mindfulness moment and so uh, with calm.com uh, their daily calm is really great, but uh, leading into Thanksgiving, we have been going through the seven days of gratitude uh, before we take a, an assessment or a quiz of any sort. Uh, LeBron James, Train Your Mind, uh, his pregame pep talk has been kind of a fun one as well. So those little things that give kids a moment to just be and have a sense of mindfulness is really helpful. Uh, trying to take lessons and make them more engaging and interactive with each other has been something that I am striving and focusing on this year as well. So taking some different uh, lessons that I've done and turning a, a basic PowerPoint that I've done into a Pear Deck. Uh, so having students be able to respond within Pear Deck to get their feedback as we're answering kind of helps me get a pulse on what we're doing in class. But then also just getting an idea of how did the lesson go? And so I can change and adapt it based on their needs. And also knowing that I am getting responses from both students in person in class, then also my students that are at home learning as well. And those uh, change all the time based on students needing to quarantine or students that are uh, full-time remote students. And now we're back into a hybrid where they're alternating based uh, on uh, their last name alphabetically. Now, Getting students uh, feedback on what's going on is also something that I try to give them a chance to follow up with and um, just getting a pulse to help them. So we have a homeroom time each uh, throughout the week during a homeroom days and uh, I have a, uh, the ability for students to just check in, come in, get help based on questions they have about class. But also, uh, if they need to uh, get help on you know, content, but also just check in. And sometimes students will want to talk in front of other people, so giving a moderated Flipgrid office hour. And that has been a really helpful thing that I started last spring was having a moderated office hour where students can check in, just say what's going on, what's on their mind, and I can then follow up with them more one-on-one -on -one, um, if they don't want to write it out in an email or in a message. Now, being able to make lessons more engaging with both online and my in-person students has been a focus, like I said. So 
using Minecraft, as I have uh, shown in this uh, little clip and that I tweeted out earlier, but using Minecraft to be able to host the world and having my students both in person and at home be able to connect and work together. And so they are on uh, their own Teams calls, talking to each other, but also you know using the chat with each other within Minecraft to be able to work and collaborate on a common goal and project. So that is more on the interactive end of things where they're you know, demonstrating their knowledge. So leading up to that, using OneNote has been essential to my uh, instruction and I've been doing this for, oh goodness, about four years or so now. Um, and so using OneNote to be able to have my digital notes available for my students all the time so that they can reference whether they were in school or not, but I uh, do my notes, I'm streaming it through Teams so that they can see uh, me explain and talk through the, the explanation of it, but also they can also access it later on if they need to backtrack and find their own or to update their own, but uh, at the same time I can then go through and see any ne uh, needed follow-up on you know things that they complete as well. So like I said, I'm human, I'm learning, I'm making mistakes as I go, but I'm changing, adapting, basing, based on the needs that my students have. So uh, I don't have all the answers, but I am continuing to learn, and I hope that through this explanation of showing how I'm engaging my students and connecting with them, with the content, but also with themselves, uh, helps inspire some ideas for you. Now, I can be found here on social media at, at MrCoachK15 and my hashtag, you can even learn because we can all learn together through this challenging time to make each and every day meaningful for our students. If you want to see a visual representation of this podcast, head on over to Flipgrid and in your browser's address bar, type in flipgrid.com backslash noons the number 12 and the word days so noons n-u-n-e-s the numbers one and two and the letters d-a-y-s and please record a message yourself and share it out and if you do your video message may be shared out on the podcast as well once again i'm scott noons host of Education Today, and the TNT EdTech Podcast with Matthew Ketchum. Have a great holiday, everyone.